Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Wednesday. It's the 13th of July. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. As state officials are seeing a rise in opioid overdose deaths, they're warning Iowans about the dangers of counterfeit pills laced with fentanyl. Iowa Public Safety Commissioner Steve Baines says fentanyl is touching every corner of the state. Both urban and rural communities are reeling as these highly addictive and deadly opioids are being mass marketed and falsely branded as prescription pain medications like Percocet or Oxycontin. The volume of fentanyl seized by law enforcement throughout Iowa is shocking. Bins says most of the counterfeit pills are made in Mexico. State officials say Iowans should only trust pills prescribed from a reliable legal source and should inform local law enforcement of suspicious pills. They're also asking parents to educate their kids about the dangers of counterfeit pills as overdose deaths among young people increase. Farmers and landowners fighting three proposed carbon capture pipelines in Iowa gathered in Des Moines yesterday. IPR's Grant Gerlock tells us they're continuing to campaign against allowing pipeline companies to use eminent domain to gain access to their land. The pipelines are designed to take CO2 from ethanol plants and ship it out of state to store it underground. At a meeting of the Iowa Utilities Board, farmers and other opponents said they don't want pipeline companies to use eminent domain to force construction on their land. Andy Alexander lives near the town of Fremont in southeast Iowa on the Navigator Pipeline route. He worries the local volunteer fire department would be unprepared to respond if a carbon pipeline ruptured. We don't have the staff if something were to happen. Des Moines is a long ways away from Fremont, Iowa. If something were to happen there in a town of 600 people. Summit Carbon Solutions said in a statement that its pipeline project would allow ethanol plants to meet low-carbon fuel standards. The company says 600 landowners in Iowa have signed voluntary construction agreements. An assistant attorney general in the state is suing the city of Des Moines and its police chief over his arrest during a June 2020 racial justice protest. Assistant Attorney General Paxton Williams alleges he was tackled, pepper sprayed, and handcuffed for no reason. The lawsuit is among eight cases filed against the Des Moines police over their actions during protests following George Floyd's death. Paxton's lawsuit alleges police used unnecessary and excessive force. A University of Iowa program is training paramedics along this year's Ragbri route on how to prepare for bicycle-related injuries. As IPR's Kendall Crawford explains, it's part of a larger initiative to offer more educational opportunities for rural EMTs. The Simulation in Motion program gives rural providers the opportunity to practice treating patients in real time. Senior advisor Jacinda Bunch says it can be difficult for small towns to provide this training on their own. You have to backfill their position, there's travel, there's overnights, there's a lot of expense associated with that. So what we can do is we can take our truck and our simulators to them. The first sessions launched in Sioux City this week, and the simulation van will be making its way east along the route. Local emergency services got the opportunity to figure out how to best treat a heat stroke and a head injury, situations they might encounter when cyclists ride through their town. And today is the 10-year anniversary of the disappearance of 8-year-old Elizabeth Collins and 10-year-old Lyric Cook Morrissey. Iowa Department of Public Safety Special Agent Scott Rieger says they continue to look at new and old tips on the case. 
The girls' bodies were found in a Bremer County wildlife area five months after they disappeared, but no suspect has been found or charged in the case. The Cedar Valley Crime Stoppers is offering a $100,000 reward for information still in the case. This is Here First from IPR News. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. I'm Clay Masters. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.